Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring, and motivating life changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion, and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to the Prosperity Project. Welcome to episode 13 of the podcast. And today we're talking about family and business. Can you really do it all? Yes. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Done. Well, let us give, yes, you can. Let us give you back 30 minutes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you don't need to know anymore. You can just go work it out. Yeah, it's going to be a great topic today. So how's your week been, Matthew? How have you been? I've been good. I've been busy. Yes. I don't know what I've been doing, but I've been busy. <laughs> no, I'm, oh, I was back to work, back to full-time work last week because I had a couple of weeks off annual leave. And so we've just, I think we've been focusing more on pottering about and getting out in the fresh air and all that good stuff. Now things are slightly opened here in Scotland. Yeah, we've done a revamp of Nathan's room. So he's now got a TV in there, which mm. he's very excited about. <laughs> it's not just a TV. What else is it, Matt? <laughs> he's got a station to be able to play his games. He's mm-hmm. also got this gaming chair, which has got speakers in the subwoofer building. Amazing, amazing find You got that, oh, was it good old Facebook local or something? You got that? Facebook marketplace <laughs> got me the chair. The other stuff we had on yeah. purchase, but it's... Well, I'd love it. No, it's brilliant. It's a little gaming zone, isn't it, for our seven-year-old? And the best bit is Sam, our four-year-old, he tottles up there as well, doesn't he? They're both them. All they need is snacks and drinks. They're basically teenagers already, and they'd be quite happy. They're very happy being left by themselves, but also... Not too much. Not too much. No, you can't leave them just sitting there (laughs) because that's irresponsible. Exactly. And the other things is, yeah, so we've been out and about. The other thing I think this week, or maybe, yeah, it's only been the past week actually. So up here in Scotland, we've had to wear the masks everywhere that you're enclosed now, probably longer than a lot of people listening in England. But that, I don't know. Obviously, I get the purpose, like I'm going to wear a mask. I'm still struggling with getting used to it though. Like it just feels claustrophobic and all these kind. I can totally understand the purpose. I'm behind it 100%, but it's still a little bit out of sorts for me. So I'm finding that difficult. I stopped thinking about it when I put the mm. mask on. So I think at it. first it was it was a bit sore around my ears and also it felt like breathing was a bit more challenging. Mm. But actually, the more you do it, I, for me, I think about it a lot less. So therefore, yeah. it's not really an issue anymore. I'll get used to it, right, when I'm doing the food You'll shop or something. And exactly. also, what else have we done last week? Um, we both got packages from Stitch Fix to yes, try different clothes. Yes, that's on the Kempson House YouTube channel if yep, you go over so there. Go to the Kempton House YouTube channel. Not an channel. ad, not sponsored, our honest reviews. Yeah, so Jennifer got one and it didn't really go as well as we'd like. And then I decided to get one just because I like to copy things and I like to have stuff. <laughs> no, you hope that, like, this is the insight we'd like to get, isn't it? Get someone style pick. Just a, a bit of super fun with our clothes, wasn't it? Yep, so that was good fun. We did that, videos about it. So go watch those and... I think that's it. That was our week. (laughs) It was a busy week overall. But yeah, today's topic, let's dive straight in. So family and business leading in beautifully. Can you really do it all? So this is going to be the topic we're going to cover. And I really, when I was prepping the show notes and we, we kind of basically share notes through Asana when we're prepping a podcast. Today, I was kind of downloading everything like, is it really possible to have it all? And I think that's the common thing that people ask. So when we talk about maybe some of the stuff we do normally in life, so I work a full-time job in IT, you stay at home with the children predominantly so kind of support the household in yeah. that way. Um, then we've got Mama Furfur YouTube, we've got Kempston House. I could go on, right? And obviously the podcasters, there's many, many different facets to us. 
But when people ask me and you as well, like, how do you find time to do it all? I actually think there's so much time free. (laughs) Would you not think so as well? Is it just me that feels that way? I think it's actually not that difficult to find the time, Mm. but it's it's about priorities. Mm. So we'll go into a lot of these things further along the way during this chat, but I think that ultimately, if you decide to make the time for anything, mm-hmm. there's time. Mm. Whereas if you don't make the time and you've just got one or two things you want to do, the day whiles away oh, with totally. Instagram, Facebook, Especially TikTok, right now when, when we're not going into the office Netflix and stuff. Binges. Yeah. So you find that your day runs away and if you only have two things on your list, that's all you'll do. If you have 30 things on your list, you'll probably get them all done. You fill the time with the tasks that are at hand yeah and it's all about urgent rather than actually what's going to move you forward and we'll cover that as well so more and more we're getting the feel that as a society we should be looking at that sweet spot between family life and working now I actually don't believe in the phrase work-life balance I think I've mentioned this before but when I hear people talking oh you know you make sure you have work-life balance what does that even actually mean like when you're with your family you should be dedicated to them but business or work should actually feel that you're dedicating a good amount of time as well if it's your passion project and I think in life you know it'll never be 50 50 that that phrase kind of suggests right it's an equal split that you feel okay I think naturally there's going to be seasons where maybe you're a bit more passionate you want to get more stuff done we've just watched the uh, musical Hamilton on Disney plus right we saw it live in London which was amazing and it's kind of like you're running out of time we've got that passion right that he sings about and I think sometimes with work it's okay to sometimes I'm not saying all the time but some seasons be really really focus and maybe put extra hours there because you're working you can see a bigger future you can see something coming out of it short term equally there's seasons where you think Do you know what I'm going to put the back burner on work a little bit and actually focus on the family I think that's that is ultimately the balance you want the choice to have the balance I think though this phrase work-life balance which has been around for such a long time mm. I think it more applies to when you're doing a nine-to-five in whatever type of job, whether it's retail, office-based, manual labor, it's, for me, it's more about how about you find a time to do things that don't suck when you're (laughs) in the place that sucks and is sapping your life away and your time away. How about you try to get a little bit more of that time Mm. away from work and therefore leave the office promptly when you can don't carry your work home with you because Mm. it sucks you don't really want to do it and therefore don't make it more obtrusive in your life than it needs to be yeah no I suppose actually exactly and the whole point of starting side hustles or you know if you're inspired to be an entrepreneur which I think is a really cheesy word anyway if you're just somebody who basically wants to set your own hours have a business use your talents and services the whole point of you starting a lot of the time is to give you that freedom to make the commitments to what's important in your life instead right but how many people start off a business Mm. because they don't want to answer to a boss and they end up (laughs) can I put my hand up (laughs) but a lot of people end up in a situation where they do a job maybe that they enjoy more yeah but it's still answering to the customer Mm, and therefore your hours and your work-life balance potentially can get even worse and that's I think one of the challenges when you're looking to maybe start up your own thing Mm. so for example let's say that you're very passionate about dog grooming Mm -hmm. now to be a dog groomer then you've got to go out make sure that you're skilled at it and everything else but often as not you'll be in a situation where you have array of clients that want to come at particular times 
and you don't want to lose business. Yep, yep. So you'll say yes all over the place and potentially you're starting early, you're finishing later and you could be working more hours in the day job mm. and although it might be more lucrative or at least you're not answering to anybody, actually just because you don't have a daft boss mm. doing monthly or quarterly reviews with you yep, doesn't mean that you, to have, someone else. you don't have a better balance. And that's the interesting thing, I think, about the side hustles that have happened in our house. Mm. They have definitely been less about answering to someone else yep. <laughs> and more about doing the things that we want to do, how we want to do them, when we want to do them, mm. which is something that definitely is what we were looking to achieve. Absolutely. I've always felt inspired to communicate and share. So I can remember since I was very young wanting to be an educator. Like I remember wanting to be a teacher. I didn't actually probably want to work in a school, but I knew that was my remit. And I think it's really important, obviously, that we're we're designed by the circumstances we grew up in as well. So work-life balance, what I grew up with seeing, my mum stayed at home with us, but she didn't have a, an official job, if you like. Um, and then my dad worked nine to five, Monday to Friday. He was a power engineer um, all the way up in management. And so I equated with maybe those quite defined relationships, roles in a partnership in a house. But also the flip side is my dad was always the impression that he worked really hard for the money and to allow for work to life. And I actually, looking back, I don't know if there was that much balance. Like I remember my dad leaving quite early in the morning and then coming back about maybe dinner time. So it always felt like he was only really in the house during the weekdays, maybe the couple of hours, you know, after dinner. And then at the weekend, we were all together, but I don't, I don't recall it feeling like there was opportunity for anything for life to be different. It seemed very much like this is a working structure. My dad's chosen to go to work and work his nine to five in an office. I remember that was like 30 odd years ago, right? So that was the default standard. And the flip side is, of course, like I believe that work isn't like that anymore. And something that's important to us was when I was on my maternity leave with Nathan. So my second one, first one, sorry, my oldest boy. I've worked in IT sales of always worked so it's not call center mentality but it's account management so you're working in sales teams you've got goals and those environments are predominantly you're on a sales floor so that you can work towards targets every day and every week and every quarter very micromanaged because that's the nature of it you're bringing business in for the whole of the rest of the company to function and when I was on maternity leave with Nathan, and this was 2013, so yeah, 2013. 2013, I'm yeah, correctly. <laughs> 2013, I came back to work and asked for some form of flexible working. And for me, that was actually, I asked to work 30 hours rather than 37 and a half. So effectively one day less. And I was going to structure it so that I was in the office, but then one day I would be at home and then basically do a couple of half days. So spreading over the five days, but you know, in my head, you're kind of still in every day, you're being seen one day from home, which there was technology to allow it. So this is remember, there's been technology to support flexibility for a long time, whether or not companies do it is another story. But I can distinctly remember the conversations, and I'm not going to say on what level, but I definitely felt like this was rocking the boat that I really had to be sure or had thought about. And the wording I can recall suggesting, I'm not going to say from what side, but it was very much like, if this doesn't work out, you will have no choice. You will need to go, 
you know, your normal regardless. And it's just crazy. Now, the, the flip side is, as we've seen, you know, many companies, it's working from home constantly. Why? Because we can do it. Oh, but, you know, people have had to battle to get it. Yeah, yeah but now it's a necessity. Yeah, but if it's work-life balance for people, like, I, I really struggle where I know that there's flexibility in companies. Being someone who's in IT, and if you simply don't allow your employees to have flexibility because you're worried about what they're up to and don't trust them, you need to look at your own company ethos again. I think that one of the issues with a lot of companies is rather than employing you and thinking about you doing a job, a role, a series mm. of tasks and activities in order to let your business function, do what it needs to do. Instead, people want to monitor you and look over your shoulders at all mm. times saying, are you working? Are you doing <laughs> your eight hours or more than eight hours ideally oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. every single day rather than are you doing the job at hand and mm. if there's over and above that can be done or that a department or a company needs, mm. then how can we allocate that particular activity but ultimately companies are more focused on are you busy Mm -hmm. rather than are you getting the job done and it's the wrong mindset yeah anyway i've got sidetracked slightly but the summary is when i asked for that flexibility to to allow business you know my day job i didn't have side hustles and family it was basically and i think we might even find that the case right now in the pandemic it was basically felt like you could have one or the other like it really did feel like okay we may allow you to do this thing but but, you know, be sure that you understand we're doing you a favour. And I think right now during this whole COVID-19, some people are still giving out that vibe of like, I don't know really how it would be presented if you said to your boss, look, I need to only log on at night time when my kids are in bed or first thing in the morning because during the day I need to be present with my kids. I can't be on calls. You know, I really, really hope there's a lot of employees that would would understand that. But now that we're six months down the line, are they still as understanding? You know, that's a huge topic right now. I think the first step for a lot of people is can the business function that way? You've got to put the business yeah. first. I, I understand that. There's no reason why business should accommodate someone if the business cannot function with different work, working arrangements. Now, obviously, businesses have needed to find a way to work over the last four or five months. But the flip side is potentially working overnight if you've got to do lots of work with other colleagues, mm. whether people are waiting on you for particular things then maybe that doesn't work as well. But ultimately, there's a way of working that suits both the employee and the employer. Mm. And it doesn't need to be this fixed, everyone in the office and structure that way. I think the biggest problem that you had Mm. was less about what you wanted to do, but more about it being set in stone and being a week on week every day. Mm. Because during that time, I used to work from home a day or two a week, but it was never fixed. It was never um, formally contracted. And also anybody that wanted to be at home because they had a delivery, never an issue. But it was because it was ad hoc and not fixed, not contracted, that therefore it wouldn't be an issue because your manager would ultimately give the nod and their discretion would be used. Mm. Whereas for you, it was fixed, it was structured, and therefore... There was, I guess, the company concerned about the risk that it wouldn't work and then where do they go? Mm -hmm. So I've kind of shared a bit about my work-life balance growing up and all that. So why don't you share a little bit also about your work-life balance, what you saw growing up? So in my household, my parents didn't work. They were on benefits. We were a family on benefits when I grew up and therefore my parents were around a lot of the time. Um, I would get dropped off to school when I was really young and then come home and my parents would be there. And then all through my school years and growing up, 
they would be around a lot of time. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that necessarily you have any more valued interactions mm-hmm. with parents yep. than somebody that has one or both parents out of the house during the day and only coming home from dinner. But for me, because of, I guess, I felt there was a stigma with coming from that background, mm-hmm. then I definitely wanted to work full-time I wanted Mm. to work towards climbing up a ladder and I felt it was important to have a job have a career and head in the kind of direction I guess that society deemed to be the norm and and what you should be having and because I didn't have that and didn't see that around me when I grew up then it made me definitely want that stronger the same as everyone else had you know what does your dad do for work or how where does your mum go during the day or whatever I wanted to you wanted to have a label to see I wanted to have a label and I wanted to live that life that I couldn't talk about when I was younger, but Mm. I wanted to be that as I got older. Absolutely. So the whole point of that is like, what did we take away from our family backgrounds and what we liked and also what we wanted to improve on getting the family work-life balance for our family? Because obviously we're a completely separate entity and you come with your own kind of experiences and everything. And I think the whole thing to emphasize here, everything to do with Mama Furfur, which is my brand of YouTube channel, blog, Instagram, and our new company, Denim Banana Media, that's just been set up in the past couple of weeks. Um, it's all basically been built and hours around corporate jobs like it's it's very much your side hustle story that we've had to build it in hours maybe in early hours like work on blog posts work on video concepts everything is very like fitting it around because I'm still working the corporate job even I know you're not Matt but you know we've had to basically do that time around corporate life so the only way to like start a business for us outside of corporate life was then to fit it in without sacrificing the family life that we had we had to make sure that if it needed to be in like a lunch break or something the kids were looked after but then you know you'd be looking after them the rest of the day and even if it was on the weekends well we'd use kind of moments where we weren't going out and doing things it was always there's always been the priority being that this is getting fitted in but not in a bad way but fitted in around different parts of life and I actually think that's really helped now that life has changed where you gave up the corporate world last year so one of us not having to leave the house you know mama farfar denim banana media that's still organically growing with pretty nearly enough the same structure that we've had for a couple of years where you'll help me with stuff at night we're doing this podcast at what, half eight at night <laughs> as a kid and I'll get up early in the morning to and you'll edit, edit and right it you'll get up at six with me and edit so everything is has been fitted round family life as best as we can without suffering like the quality of what we're putting out and I think that's it's definitely the nature of us that of the way things will keep expanding the focus will always be like the family structure not being pulled and pushed in too many ways because the actual fact is like this what we've grown in the past couple of years with it all has worked so far and if it's organically keeps expanding we're able to do things without too much pressure on family life then we'll just continue and embrace that momentum the interesting thing, though, is that we didn't start off with this particular structure and this layout of things. It's evolved over the course of time. We've got better at it. So at first, when the whole Mum Furfur channel started off and there's very few followers and then it building up, I was working full time. I had a 45 mile commute 
every single oh, day. Oh, I know that was a killer. And I had Jeez. to leave home shortly after 6am. Six, six was five past six or something, wasn't and it? And then I was home somewhere generally between about half five and six. Yeah. Um, but also that was because I shifted my hours. I was working I a know. kind of eight till four-ish day. Yep. So because of that, it meant that I optimized my travel time. Mm. But it was still anywhere between an hour and 15 I know it was and a long two drive. hours journey yep. depending on how the traffic was so we worked around that mm. for a good period of time when the side hustles began yep. so you were also office based mm-hmm. uh, multiple days a week yep, yep. and we had the kids looked after um, by school by nursery by and also by your yep. parents and then we decided to change that structure in around March last year mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that structure changed because we didn't want the children to go to your parents and put the burden on them so much. Absolutely. And also we wanted our house structure just feel a little bit better and everything to work a little bit smoother and also be, I guess, the masters of our own destiny. Yeah, exactly. Rather than relying on You don't need to do the normal. And other things. So it was actually that change that then allowed us to, I guess, have a little tweak in the focus and how we do things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it wasn't like this massive big thing that gave us the scope to do absolutely everything all the time. It was just an incremental step that took us to having a better optimized lifestyle Mm. um, to support the side hustle and to support the day job that you were doing. But also the family life that we wanted. And the the great thing is, so obviously the pandemic's still going on, things aren't normal. Although in Scotland, the kids hopefully will be going back to school and nursing in a couple of weeks, in two and a half weeks. But even again, it'll be reduced hours, but still that, that's amazing. I know a lot of parents or people, you know, that are looking forward to that happening. I know we are just to kind of get them used to a routine again. But because of all this, again, change in structures, the kids being around for 18 19 weeks you know without anything conventional to go to we've had to adapt yet again so the business content working on the business is still happening maybe different hours than it would normally if the kids were at school because we you know as I said we're recording this podcast at half past eight at night you get up early to do editing I'll often get up early in the mornings to have a bit of quiet time to work out to start my day before logging on the day job you know there's a whole sequence of things that are probably being added the other flip side is we're making sure at night we get our sleep we get our rest you know although we've had a couple of late nights maybe off and on when your mum's been up and things like that you know generally we take the priorities and shape the day how we want which is fantastic I'm going to say something a bit controversial though what I have definitely found in the past six months of this don't say it I need to don't say it I actually think it's easier to get balance of work and life the more money you make boom there we go that's the end of the podcast (laughs) um Go on. (laughs) Well, the first step, I guess, the obvious thing is the more money you've got, the more you can outsource your kids. (laughs) I'm not saying that you you necessarily would. That's not what I was suggesting at all. (laughs) But in my head, immediately went to outsource the kids. No, I'm being serious. No, I do believe the more money the more good money you make and if you're really really dedicated focusing on joy pockets with your money so looking at see that's the great thing let's go back two steps april last year we went 50 percent income boom right because you know my brand and things was not making the money the same money last year so it was making 
I don't even know. I would, I would, yeah, it wasn't. It was maybe making, I don't even, like a couple of hundred pounds, maybe, at, maybe at, more at than best, that. Maybe. It was a couple of hundred pounds. Maybe. It wasn't anything that could be a deal breaker, is what I'm suggesting. No, it wasn't so, enough to um, counteract me not no, working. No, no, not at all. Not at all. And that's okay. But yeah, we went down pretty much 50% of the income. We had to look at everything and strip it back. We had to think, right, does this bring joy? You know, all those great habits with money. Something that was very important to us was saving, investing, and giving all these wonderful habits but you know looking at what was truly the important things in our life but the great thing is actually we kind of went for the balance in life first as a driver rather than look at well actually what's the most money and what's happened is naturally because maybe the home environment or our focus or being more efficient with time maybe able like a camera atmosphere to create I don't know what but it's well it definitely has been like your influence on the household and maybe the balance now of two people actively looking after the house rather than it being almost like split shifts like when you're not traveling I'm in charge when you're back at home you know how you naturally get in that rhythm don't you when you work corporate life um and so the past year we've just seen everything that organically has grown with businesses and side hustles and you know with work as well I do just continue and we're at this point we're also you, you actually kind of pick and choose what you want to work at because I think what happens is when you are able to do things you're passionate about and actually get the best balance of work and life I'm not saying it's perfect but you know it's getting there it's the amount of hours that I want to work it's the amount of flexibility we want and and you get to this beautiful point where I call it FU money (laughs) right so people often talk about you know it's like they forget you money when you hit investments so your investment portfolio when it's large enough that you can live off just withdrawing a little bit of interest it's called forget you money or you know a little bit more colorful than that and it's basically you take every opportunity when you work or with your family or whatever and you go do I want to say yes to this do I want to say yes or actually is it not interesting me and say no so go on go back to your other point about the more money <laughs> thing the more How money does that work yeah the, well I truly believe though the point of earning money and using your talents is to get freedom right that is the, the primary driver and we forget this but how does it make it easier how does it make it easier yeah because you get to that stage where you you should get to the stage where you've got enough that pays for the life you want and then anything incremental to that you then can actually decide whether you want to take it on board or not you don't need to fill your days you know with 12 hours of work to be valued work does not define the value of your soul it's your talents and services and everything else that defines what you actually get paid ultimately the more valuable your skill set the more valuable your expertise the the higher the pound sign it's not you know you as a person your trustworthiness your character and all that it's really about the skill set and getting to that point where you can charge an amount of money that feels like it gives a life that you want as this stage or the next everything else that comes your way you then have that beautiful blend where you go is this going to add anything is it possibly going to take away from my work-life balance or you know where where else you want to be ultimately do you want to be traveling instead well don't say yes to that opportunity do you want to write the book well don't say yes to that opportunity then write the book do you want to be with your family 
So it's all about opportunity and when it comes, it doesn't mean you have to take it. It doesn't Absolutely. mean it's the right opportunity because the opportunity to relax, spend time with your family, take a holiday or just watch some TV, whatever exactly. it is you want Scheduling to do. Scheduling your Netflix time. Absolutely. But then if you don't take an opportunity... If you have more money, it's easier to say no. Mm. And the work-life balance really, really is. It's a very cliche term, as I said, but it's really about have you got time to focus on the things that move you forward for your own sanity, health and well-being? So that's where actually, though we're talking about work-life balance, and I guess the points I'm going to cover come into that life piece. But when you're looking at balance, it's not just about work whether it's the side hustles or your day job. It's also things like exercise, time with your kids, time with your family, time to do things together, time to do things by yourself, your own hobbies and interests that you want to do, and making sure that you have the scope to achieve the things that you want personally and as a collaborative within your household. That is also just as important as if you look at work, I guess, and life as a separate thing, it definitely needs to be that all of these elements that are important to you get their fair share of time. And actually for us, a lot of it comes around scheduling. We've done this for a little while. <laughs> loosely, loosely, organized fun. <laughs> it's very loose scheduling, but we both like to make sure we work out most days. So therefore we allocate time in the morning and Potentially the kids come out with us into the garage if, if we're to, working yeah, out at yeah. the same time. Or if not, then we split the shift. You generally work out early in the day before yep, your working that, day yep, starts yep. and any talk. I normally work out once your day starts and the kids may or may not come out with me during that. But it's just about scheduling it and making the time. Absolutely. And of course, it, as you touched on it, it's about the balance of everything. It's not just work and life, which is all the rest of the stuff. Work, work is not the priority. It should be the blend of everything to do with your prosperity, wealth, health, happiness and peace. Now, it wouldn't be a podcast from us unless we shared our top tips and strategies though, that we have found have helped with that work, life, everything, prosperity balance. Actually, maybe we should call it work prosperity balance. Or just prosperity balance overall. We'll start a new well, phrase. Well, whatever we're going to call it, <laughs> you do love a top tip. I do love a top tip. So these would be mine. Okay, first of all, the biggest one that I could probably tell anyone to do, please stop multitasking. And I know I'm listening to this sermon as well, believe me. It is the one thing that will sap your energy, sap your balance. If you're somebody who is even working a day job and you've got your kids around right now, the best thing you can do for your sanity is try and put blocks of time in your day where you devote focused time, and I mean true focused time, on the one thing that you want to do. So if you have a day job and you've not got flexibility, you need to be on calls at certain times, you need to block those out. And if you don't have another half in the house or you don't have somewhere that the kids can go or if you've got those kind of priorities, you need to then figure out a real way that your children or your responsibilities will be entertained sufficiently. And, yeah. I, and I don't, you know, I, I'm not against iPads and the TV putting on a movie. Sometimes there's nothing better than a movie in the morning so that you as the parent, you as the adult can just get ahead for the day well, and then catch up. You need those children to be out of the way and entertained. Mm. And sometimes you want it to be something that is, I guess, more wholesome mm. where they're playing outside or playing with some toys or using imagination. But often with those kind of activities, kids will want attention or they'll remember that they want to drink halfway through it mm. and therefore interrupt. 
So I'm not saying that you can't have those in place, but if you want focus time, then ultimately, as you said, you've got to make sure that those kids can be entertained for the time slot that you mm. need them to be. And within reason, whatever gets you through <laughs> is okay. And parental guilt is a horrible thing. But sometimes you have to move it to the side mm. and say, this is best for me and what I need to achieve. The kids, overall, they won't have any long-term damage from sitting down watching some TV <laughs> for two hours. So actually, it's okay. Yeah, and I think it's the quality focus. Like I, I work with a number of people, clients, one-to-one. And it's the first thing I try and teach them is about you don't need as much time as you think you do to properly get in the focus. So if you're an entrepreneur or a side hustler, you can achieve a lot in even 90 minutes of focus time a day. A lot. If you properly turn off the distractions, put your phone away, the kids are okay. You know, if you if you are starting those side hustles, you could even do it first thing in the morning. Get up at six o'clock if you can. Get up at half five. Or even, you know, your kids are probably sleeping, hopefully, for a couple of hours longer than you are. You might need to just down, you know, get your tools out eight o'clock at night, do an hour, an hour and a half, and that's your quota. If you've got a day job, then, you know, the best thing you can do, again, is mark out kind of small blocks of time um, and hopefully you don't have a job where you actually have to calculate exactly how many hours you're doing you know precisely but if you needed to over the course of 12 hours just say right every hour I'm going to work for an hour then I'm going to take an hour off you know whatever you needed to do to kind of get that focus time and that also goes into my other point would be have some form of structure like there's only one way that a lot of people have survived mentally and physically through all this the 18 weeks that we've had when we come out of it have some kind of structure. These good habits you've probably learned will really stand you in good standing. You know, like thinking about when are you going to concentrate on the things that are important. We talked about exercise. I've talked about my quiet times in the morning that I like. You know, there's a reason I schedule and I get up early. It's because it's most peaceful. I can be in tune with just me and I benefit from it. I'm not a morning person. <laughs> you I, like the cup of tea in the morning. I don't mind getting up. If I've got a particular task that I want to do, like, for example, editing this podcast, we record it in the evening, and generally the next morning I'll get up early to do the editing of yeah, it. Yeah, we've got to have to a piece purpose, haven't you? put it online. But I like to have a purpose. I don't, I don't do well with just waking up and then finding a reason once I'm up. So that suits you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't suit me. But that's the great thing. What you need to do is work out what suits you as an individual, what suits your household, and absolutely find a structure. Um, it doesn't need to be rigid. It doesn't need to be the same every day. Mm. It's just got to suit the purpose that you have on that particular day or part of the day. And also just make sure that you work out what's important to you mm-hmm. because sometimes there aren't enough hours in the day. Sometimes there are days when maybe your day job has significantly more calls and demands where you need to be there at specific times. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes the kids need specific attention. So there will be times when you can't fit in maybe some of the side hustle pieces or the exercise is a little bit more challenging to fit in for the type of workout you want to do. And that's fine. That's why you have this looser structure and you are flexible with it. Mm -hmm. But it's important still to make sure that anything that is important 
you do find space for, you do find time for, and you make it happen. Absolutely, absolutely. And that kind of leads me into my next point. When things are out of balance, like the school holidays, I know, would you believe we're in the school holidays? It's felt like the rest. It's <laughs> exactly the same. There's no difference. <laughs> same as 2020. Um, I call it like focusing on the core business movers for you. So when we're, like during this past couple of months, and particularly now, when I want to focus time for the kids a little bit heavier, I will only usually focus on what the core things are going to move my side hustles forward, my exercise forward, and then my day job forward. And that tends to be what are the things that only I could actually do. And that is like make content, turn up for this podcast, think about Instagram posts. Um, I've got some other, and we'll cover delegation, but anything that's not the, the core, core business moves that you need to do, then really disregard everything for a small season if you need to, just a small amount of time. Yeah, it's just about stripping out the excess. If you can outsource anything for any reason, mm. then great. But if you can't, then you'll have to whittle things down maybe. When life's out of balance and, yeah, if it's the school holidays and the kids are around a lot more, so therefore you have more distractions, more things you want to do, more days out you want to mm. have. Or even if you get a really sunny week right now. <laughs> yeah, in Scotland, what? we don't what? get those often. But if you get a sunny week and you decide, well, my priorities have shifted. Uh-huh. I want to yep. do more things outside. That means that some of the things that you might normally like to do in a week maybe shift. Maybe they're not as important. And that's mm-hmm. okay. Because as you said, you focus on those things which are critical or mm. close to critical that are going to move you forward in the areas that are most important and most decisive to your future absolutely and then the other thing you touched upon delegation so I'm, I'm a real believer in delegating should not mean handing it off to someone for then you to micromanage I really really hate that feeling whenever I give some projects over to other people it can feel like you've almost got to make sure they're doing it good enough the only reason I love delegation is moving the stuff that you exclusively can't do but also it's got to add leverage to your business or your household it's got to add that extra lighter fluid that really sits and makes it even more productive and more um, achievable than you could ever imagine like for example we talked about that we'd been sending out our clothes to get ironed for a couple of weeks it's been great fun hasn't it oh i've loved it <laughs> but the great thing is that you would spend hours ironing every week now not that we didn't want you to do that but these people can do it fantastically well plus the other kickback is we've been able to get more family time so we might not keep it forever but it's been something that's given us a, sm- a small season of extra hours back yeah, and the other side is delegation doesn't necessarily mean outsourcing to someone mm, else. Mm. Delegation can also mean, for, for some people, letting go. Mm. Like you don't need to necessarily be the person in your house that does particular tasks. Just because maybe you're the person that does the cooking every day doesn't mean that you can't step back and have someone else do the cooking on different days. Or if you've always done the cleaning... Um, then you can shift that around. So we found it's not delegation in the true sense, but we found that our balance has shifted since I've stopped working mm. and I've been in the house more so that more of the household tasks do fall on my shoulders. Yep, yep. But you still hang on to those things that you <laughs> like to do or that you are better at. Yeah. But that's not delegating as much as just letting go of some things and I'm sure there's a song there isn't there every time you say that I want to start singing well, let it go <laughs> no don't don't there'll be a copyright claim no, don't I'll, don't I'll stop that. <laughs> and the final thing I want to say I mentioned it during this podcast 
please remember the goal is not money. It should be about freedom. And this is what this topic is all about. Your definition of work or prosperity balance for your life will be different to ours. However, I know that the moment you shift back to what is the true thing that you wanted at the beginning and it was probably freedom for choices over your time it was the right balance of money coming in to allow life on your terms it was that don't ever forget that common denominator because what I see happening with a lot of people is they focus on achieving a certain goal it could be I want to earn a million pounds okay why well I just want to be a millionaire okay why and we can go down that cycle of why 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 and it's all like kind of usually easy ego-based I'm not you know having a million pounds is amazing you know I have no doubt it takes a, a lot of focus and a lot of creative power and everything to get there but think about why you actually started what you did and what you're hoping for well I think the challenge is as you potentially find more success whether it's in a day job and your career is on the rise or whether it's in side hustles or anything else you want to do you'll often find that as you start to do well, then you want more. Mm. But absolutely, you lose focus on why. Mm. And the challenge is that in order to get something, you've got to give something in return. Mm. And if you want more money coming in, in all likelihood, you have to give up more of your time. Absolutely. Or you have to give up some of your money to pay mm. someone else to do it. Oh, I don't know if I agree with that. I don't think that you have you to. You should. I, I'm right. <laughs> I don't actually believe you have to give up more of your time usually to get more money in. No, no. What, what I we mean should have is, a, we should have a podcast topic about if this. If you want to <laughs> amplify what you do, it comes back to the previous point of I think you get more opportunity mm, the more mm. successful you become yes. and the bigger you become. Yes. And therefore, if you say yes, to, if you you can yes, maybe start absolutely. off saying yes to yeah. everything, but you have maybe five things available to you a month, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whereas as you become more successful, mm. then maybe you have 50 things. And if you continue to say yes to everything, as Absolutely, you've you'd done, have no time left. Then yeah, you'd yeah. have no time. No That's focus, yeah. the point. So the challenge is, as you said, looking at your life and saying, what do I want? Mm. What do I want to achieve? Because if it's money, then you will work yourself tired every single day once you get more and more successful and once you have more and more opportunity on your, on your lap. The challenge is knowing when you've achieved what you're looking for to have the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. For us, we want to be in a position where we can take trips mm. randomly on different weekends. We don't have to do anything on any given day if we don't want to. Mm-hmm. We can pretty much live the life that we like and we know that there's just a certain amount of content to create and education to provide people and assistance to the world at large on the topics that we try to cover and as long as we're doing that then the success continues to come but also our life on the flip side allows us to do the things that we want to do outside of that hustle Mm, absolutely so it's been a great topic this one really really loved it and also I really hope that some of the tips and strategies and sharing also where our kind of beliefs about prosperity work-life balances come from I hope it's really been exciteful for you and I really hope the take-home message would be first of all nobody else can tell you the balance or what's right for your life it has to be what feels good for you in this season and it could very well change next year five years down the line keep it very fluid in your life 
the change. I think everyone, you, whatever you think you're today. You're growing and developing, yeah, aren't you? You grow, you develop, and as you learn stuff, it changes over the course of time, and it should. Absolutely. You should be flexible. Absolutely. So really hope you've enjoyed today's podcast episode. If you have, and you haven't subscribed yet to the Prosperity Project, what are you doing? You haven't got the right time balance. You've got to change this around. You have to fit as us in every single week in your life, right? There's a little button. Press it, <laughs> then it's done. It takes you two seconds. Give a five-star review. I hear that's really good. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Makes you feel good. <laughs> just write a couple of words. It was great. Five star, done, easy. Exactly. So yeah, this has been episode 13. We have got 12 further episodes if you fancy listening to them. In fact, we would love if you would listen to them. We cover a whole host of topics all about prosperity, which is wealth, health, happiness, and basically living the best life and the best strategies and tips that we find creating a life that we are passionate about and want to share with you. And if you fancy actually checking out our other content, couple of things for you. I have a YouTube channel called Mama Furfer, which is all about personal finance, investing and success mindset. We have a family channel, YouTube channel called The Kempson House, which is our surname. That is basically all travel vlogs, stuff about stitch fix boxes and kids and food plans and oh jinx it's everything isn't it? it's our passion project there's, there's a array of things and it's probably <laughs> going to get more diverse as we move forward oh i know it's wonderful and then i've got a book called the master money blueprint talking about money on amazon courses products listen if you want people to keep you provided with lots of value there's plenty of places to find it on the internet so thank you so much for listening we will speak to you very soon <laughs>